2: Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA analysis. Live from the backyard again. Wes is in the basement. Sean's in in the white void with the shells. With the, the shells and the decor. We're bringing you some serious shit this week. Uh, we're back. Week off last week. Good card the week before that. Shitty card this week. We're, we're
1: back minus one person who was too scared to uh, show his face after his boy got mm-hmm. smacked around like uh, everybody thought he would.
0: <laughs> his boy showed us so who we thought more, he was. It would have been who? so
2: much more fun if Lewis won. Yeah.
0: Uh, well that's, Like, not just I mean, for the
2: podcast, but just in general. He, you can't have all these, these French guys and their fucking socialism winning all these belts and shit and, and trying to start a union and, and actually have fighters get paid? What's that shit all about? I mean, come on.
0: Can we yeah. can I just say that it didn't matter who won. That's, that is the fakest belt that I have ever fucking seen. And there's been a lot of fake-ass belts in the UFC over the years. That might be the fakest fucking belt that's <laughs> ever existed. There's this no, had to be no the,
1: like, set the record for quickest interim fight from the previous like legit championship fight, correct?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I had like, it was wasn't it like, months? It was a couple months. Was it like three months? Yeah, it was like a few months. And it, and it's like yes. I love how people bring up like uh like Connor's the perfect example. And I get it like and Ganu isn't Connor. I'm not trying to say that in any way, shape or form. But the shit they let the the time, the years that they let Connor go without the holding up divisions with a belt before they would do an interim title, and it was like two months, three months. Because then mean, God, when was the to... last
2: time Amanda Nunez defended whichever one of her belts that nobody cares about. But it's been like years, hasn't it? I thought
0: yeah, she just I mean... fought, didn't she? Didn't she yeah, just defend one of them. one of? Them? Yeah. Yeah. And then she got uh, COVID. Uh, so... Well, yeah, she
1: was supposed to fight last weekend. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah.
1: And then the Rona got her. <laughs> Made um, that card better. I mean, the, uh, the UFC deserves this for for putting on this fucking sham of a interim title fight. They got the least exciting, good heavyweight there could possibly be.
0: At least he, <laughs> at least, at least he performed this time. Uh, they True, him, but I mean, like, they serve him up a guy that he better have performed against. Because, I, I the the best part of it to me is they pumped up Lewis in his hometown and did all these fucking shows. This dude was all over ESPN doing all the interviews, Stephen A. Smith, all that shit, and literally gets embarrassed, like fuck, that dude choked him.
1: in front of his his hometown.
0: <laughs> hey, he didn't no, he didn't choke. He is who we thought he was. That that was the guy. <laughs> That's the guy, dude. That is the that's him.
1: That guy he's, does still throw a cup, usually more than you know two strikes in the first round. He he just it's only like three more than that, but at least it's more than what he 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 did there. That was.
0: I atrocious. mean, when you put a decent striker in front of him like Volkov or fucking Gani, he, he doesn't throw a lot because he's usually yeah. eating fucking punches. The dude's t- he's not good, man. He's not good. <laughs> Props to the guy for winning all the fights that he's won though, like. um...
2: Especially I, against Ngannou. That was a big win. Oh, God. Too, God. That's, yeah. I, but An elite all, all
0: seriousness, like, there's got to be few fighters. And, you, and I know it's heavyweight, so it kind of it doesn't carry the, the same, you know, uh, thing. But to, to do what he did with the skills that the guy actually has is pretty incredible. Like, that dude has beaten a lot of fucking dudes in this sport. And not been very skilled, man. Just... It's like a truck. Prop, yeah, props to him.
2: A historic overachiever historic in MMA. 100%. Absolutely, man.
0: I mean, the guy gets a main event. I mean, the the money he's made, Lewis, like, outside of the UFC, the little deals he gets and his pay, like, he's got to be one of the better paid dudes in the UFC. That's a feat in itself, you know. Uh, gets a hometown main event for a made-up interim title. God damn, that's Talk about overachieving in the UFC.
2: So what's going to happen now? Are they going to try and use this unification to uh, get MMA legal in France? Have a big card in Paris in Gay Paris?
1: There's going to be no fights other than at the Apex or fucking uh, Fight Island pretty soon is what i kind of think is gonna happen i mean maybe they'll florida. sneak one in, into they'll florida but yeah, uh florida. i don't know man i don't i don't think we're going anywhere uh that is trying
2: to give a fuck right now <laughs> well yeah, I mean, there are many places down in uh west's part of town that do <laughs> not give a fuck so it's very true
0: Don't say, maybe not here, but you can go a little little bit further. Like, I mean, I think they make more money putting
1: shit on at the Apex Center anyway.
0: I don't know. Those, those gates that they're getting like in Texas uh, a couple of weeks ago, those are pretty good gates. I I mean, I'm sure they're, they're hate losing out on the the fight
1: night, the, the, the shitty cards, like the one possibly this week and, and one, you know a couple of weeks ago and the eight more before that those don't like when you take those to a small city, uh, they don't sell that great.
0: But right now with all the fucking all the, the, the crazies out there, I'll just say that to be halfway nice that are running around Florida and Texas and shit. You could give them fucking tough man contest right now live and they're packing it. Like I think it, they're going to any of that shit right now. Um, yeah. well, we'll see. I think you're right though, because come here in a couple of months when it gets cold, it's gonna be bad, man. Like yeah. it, it, it's gonna be. Bad. It's already worse here than it has been the whole time. So we'll Ridiculous. see, man. Yeah, we'll um, see.
2: But yeah, for the the lack of overhead that they have on the Apex shows and the fact that they've got the the cushy ESPN contract for the time being, and it's just all about pumping out content. Uh, I think Uncle Dana is happy to... Very happy. ...have people visit Vegas when they need to. Visit Vegas
1: and put on cards like this weekend.
2: Yep. Because
1: they're (laughs) making bank, paying fucking most of the the lineup. 12 and 12.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there are... There are a couple of very good fights on this card. A couple of them. Um, And there are... A lot of terrible fights on this card, and yeah, I think this, this when we decent. get to them, you guys will you guys will be able to tell which ones are which. <laughs> this is
1: decent considering what we've had. I mean, our, our uh, we've set a pretty low bar for I mean, the UFC. So
0: once again, though, the UFC is doing shit like burying some of their best fights and like they don't want to pay certain spots on the card that you're like, oh, okay. that? you know, like.
2: Hey, yeah. at least the flyweights made the main card on this one. Ooh. At least they made the I main mean, card. Yeah, that you're, wouldn't have happened like last
1: year or the year before.
0: <laughs> you're throwing you're throwing a porker like three down. <laughs> instead of having like two of the, the best in their division fighting to showcase. Like, Come on, man. Chase Sherman's
2: the meme king. What are you talking about? There's absolutely no reason that Pantosia and Roy Val isn't the co-made event of this card.
0: None. I mean, Maybe I guess
2: even I, the
0: main event. But, Gweet, like, I is a name. I guess Gweet, You could argue Guided is a name. Oh, but what about n- the
1: the thirty seven year old prospect or thirty six year old prospect?
0: Oh, Shane Carwin.
2: <laughs> Danish Danish Shane Carwin. The Danish Shane Carwin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Shane Carwin
1: was in fun fucking fights. Ugh. I mean, if you look at the
2: dude's uh, tapology picture, where he's got like the tiny little squished head and he's screaming. Kind of looks a little bit like Shane Carwin, not, not gonna lie. Uh, but before we get into this card, we'll very, very quickly recap the pay per view. Uh, obviously, we already talked about the main event, but what everybody really wants to talk about is oh, man, stop it. Stop it. is how Jose Aldo is the greatest he of is. all time. He is. Like, maybe not like the greatest of all times in terms of accomplishments, but that dude is the best at mixed martial arts that we have ever seen. No question about it. GSP, GSP's up there too. GSP was very good. Better than very good. GSP was like immaculate at being able to mix things and transition between things. Although if you just look at his striking, if you just yeah. look at his wrestling, if you funny. look and at his... the jiu-jitsu and, like, yeah. the very small glimpses that we've seen, he has the best skills everywhere. Uh, I, just, I just wish he see. had a gas tank, because, man, how fun
1: was third round Aldo? I Like, I know the first two rounds were good, but, man, when he was like, oh, I still have cardio, I can turn this shit up, man, was that fun to watch. I wish he could do that all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. That was... Yeah. Uh... That was that was pretty unbelievable, man. Uh, we all we all liked Otto. I, I think there was, was a like, lot of
1: people on the other side.
0: Yeah. I think it was our consensus uh was- a couple weeks ago, but he looked he looked better than ever. Like he and you know what stood out to me before that fight? He looked like a 135er. Like he's gotten his body like down to one thirty-five. And he yeah, looks, except
1: now he looks like a monster when he, he look, <laughs> rehydrates uh, now he's a big ass 135 and
0: it's good i think i think we could be seeing one of those like second acts to where this guy's can he i am not sure he can win a title um but i wouldn't hate i wouldn't hate seeing him getting another cracking yawn one of these times i mean uh who who else is gonna push push that guy you know like like auto had a lot of success, but that cardio, man, that's that's gonna that's gonna be the the worry as far as a title fight. But man, that Saturday, my god, dude, his striking looked as good as it's ever looked, and that was against a great fucking fighter. Like Pedro Munoz is a great fighter. That dude's fucking awesome. Auto made him look like not even a top twenty dude. He yep. he embarrassed him, him now. every. Every facet of uh, striking that night, it, it was awesome, man. Um, I, I,
2: I honestly hope that all Joe, like for obvious reasons, I hope all Joe beats Jan. I don't uh, but I do too. if Aljo beats Jan, I legitimately think that this version of Aldo beats him.
0: Auto could absolutely fucking truck all Uh, he's yeah. got a way. Uh, just you can't even quantify how much of a fucking better shot he's got against all Joe than he does, Jan. Yeah, like I, Jan's always going to be a problem for auto just because the pace, it's so just the
1: style. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, because he's going to be able to do what he does for 25 minutes. Um, auto mm-hmm. Otto, auto's going to always have to catch him <clears throat> with something to beat Jan, and, and that sucks. But all Joe's a different story we know that takedown defense and we've seen all Joe striking isn't what Yon's or auto's is like, Uh, and to me auto is he's better than Yon. His skills are better than Peter Yon's like he was out striking Peter Yon in their fight. He just can't keep it. He can't do it for 25 minutes. Peter Yon can that's, that's the game, you know, but skills auto's better. I mean, like Brad said, there's, there's arguments skill wise. Like, Striking wise, is there a guy that that's ever been that his defense at this point, like Saturday night, man, like he made Absolutely. Munoz look, look horrible.
2: I, we said that going in, like what, what's Munoz going to do? Leg kick Aldo, like Leg kick and throw Hayes. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't 30 seconds into that fight. And where was Aldo left hook finishing everything left hook to the body? Uh. Left hook to the body, and I would just like, ooh, it's just like <laughs> that shit was auto uh, going to like later in his career, like he went from those leg kicks like his body work now. That's his leg kick. His yep. body work is insane now. Um, I don't you don't see many dudes that work the body like auto does at this point. And no. he even got some leg kicks off. He hit some really nice leg kicks on Munoz in that fight, too.
2: Anyways, enough about him. He's awesome.
0: We'll we'll watch him. Uh, <laughs> so great.
2: We'll watch him fight any day. Uh, another dude that I will watch fight any day. Vicente Luque, just quick work, quick work of the the cheese-a. Um. Yeah. I, uh, Sean, you, you called it. You you got the big ass number.
0: <laughs> I didn't Love get it. the big number, but thanks, Sean, for <laughs> talking yeah. about that. Yeah.
1: That was uh that was nice. Uh Yeah, I mean, Cassa kind of looked good and and made a dumb mistake. It I feel like he's done that in the past. We we kind of thought he might have got that out of his system and he did not make a very uh intelligent decision and he paid the ultimate price.
2: And okay. I I quite enjoyed that. A- anything to add on that one, Wes?
0: Just my Luque is incredible. Luque is absolutely one of my favorite fighters in the sport. And uh, I think we kind of all hit it kind of perfect in that fight. We even said that if Chiesa got Luque down, um, it wasn't a guarantee. I think a lot of – I saw a lot of people on Kiesa in that fight, same with uh, with Munoz. And I think that that's what they thought, that he was going to get one takedown, and that was a wrap. And we all said that, man, that's, that's not a wrap. Like, Luque is – is good on the mat, but to choke him like that, that was some some special shit, man. Luke's great, that dude is awesome.
1: I, I thought it was gonna take a little bit longer. I thought, uh, yes, it was gonna have to get a little gassy, but he uh, he just decided or, or to hurt <laughs> or hurt, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's awesome when violent guys win big fights. I mean, we, we saw it with Gechi. uh, kind of turn around. It, it's it's awesome seeing guys that finish damn near every time uh winning big fights because then they get better fights
2: it's awesome uh, i i don't think we need to talk about torres and hill <laughs> no i i didn't watch it I'm, no. I'm not going to watch it i don't think it we went to, to decision that's the important thing uh-huh um song it don casey kenny that was pretty good damn fight um I don't really care about the decision going either way. I I think it was close enough that that could be fine. Um, yeah, I I'm thought, not sure if you guys disagree on that point.
0: I thought Don won it, but I was I was yeah. biased, of course. Um, I I thought I thought Don looked good though in that fight, man. Like that's a that was a really nice bounce back fight for him. He looked really good, man. Yep.
2: Yeah. My boy, my boy Bobby Green. He did. He did almost <laughs> what I thought that he was gonna do. Um, just just got started a little too late, but man, great that, fight! Uh, great fight. That was that was awesome. Uh, the judge that uh, scored the third round for Viziev. Oof, yeah, that's oof. bad. There was, happy to see you.
0: There was some crazy. Uh, some some crazy cards on on this on this one too, man. But what a, what a fight, man! Like holy shit! Props to Bobby Green, dude, for staying in there too. Like hell of a third from him. Um, yeah, crazy good fight. Uh, Fizzy Pop needs a little respect, man. Like especially on this show. Like that, he, that 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 was a. I was going to ask a Brad, a is, is fight, he, man. If, That was a hell this, of a fight.
1: Yeah, did you get any? Any Anything extra from Fiziev, or are you still, uh, no. he's still
2: poo-pooing? Bobby him? Green gave him, like, 20 free kicks in a row, and he did fucking nothing with them. He's, he's just a little bitch. He's a little bitch. He's got a nah, beard. He's got a stupid hat. On. You guys know how I feel about the guys with the beards and the stupid hats. Like, that, I mean, come on. What, what do you want from
0: me? That, that, no respect. that was a good fight. He's fun, man. Yep. That dude's fun, bro.
2: I, I want a rematch five-round rematch. <laughs> then, if he wins that one, I'll, I'll give your boy some respect. Um, next up, I uh, don't remember this. Uh, Vince Morales <laughs> beat Draco Rodriguez. Sure, that seems like a thing that happened. Uh, Menafield somehow didn't absolutely murder Ed Herman. Couldn't finish uh,
1: him. uh a very
0: injured fucking Herman. Man, yeah. his leg had a fucking quattro growing out of the side of it <laughs> by the fucking, like, it was two minutes into the fight, bro. And could uh, not Ed, do it. Could it, not finish. You talk about applesauce cup, bro. Like, there's no way Ed Herman's going to be like Steve Martin on Dirty Rotten Scounders. They're going to have to put a cork on that dude's fork because he's going to be brainless. By the time he's, like, 45, bro. Like, seriously. That man, I don't know what he's made up, dude, but menfield put fucking the shit on him and couldn't get him out of there, bro. Ed Herman's just different. He's too tough for his own good. Just way too tough for his own good.
2: Exactly. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Uh, arm bar from guard. Yeah, okay. Can we move on from that I, my, <laughs> I, I should be, like, smacked. For putting money on, we all talked one about the... it.
1: I, I, fucking bailed. I was like, "No, nah, I am not putting money on." Koala I did, Bear in and I even put
0: it on the fucking wrong washed motherfucker. I even feel worse. Like I should be smacked for having any dollars on, on terrible, terrible. Uh, the
2: the, the case.
0: woo,
2: uh, time yeah. finally finally getting one of those highlights out of him that we've been waiting on for for a while now, and yeah. That's that's worth it. This was a good matchup. We we said that we thought we were getting a discount on him here um, after you know close fights against good fighters and decisions that didn't go his way, and turned out that was the case.
0: Yep. Yeah, good performance. Both both of these these this fight and the next one, I think we all had that parlay and thought both both of these guys were just priced way too low, man.
2: Yeah, next one, another highlight for uh for Miles Johns. Um uh, this guy seems like he shouldn't have any cardio in the third round, and yet he keeps demolishing dudes in the third round. It's it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. That was a that was a clean ass knockout, that's for damn sure.
0: Miles <laughs> Miles Johns is uh He's long, and he uses it well, man. Like I like I like Miles John's uh, striking when he puts it together. It's pretty nice.
2: I, I prefer guys that are thick and use it well, but yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to we
0: that. yeah, we will. Yeah,
2: uh, The next two fights, Melissa Gatto got uh, doctor stoppage Melissa. because of a broken arm, and Johnny Munoz Jr. choked Jamie Simmons uh, five seconds after the over one and a half. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't care about either of those.
1: Nope.
2: Um, so that does it for that for a couple weeks ago. Moving on to this week, uh, obviously there there's PFL happening right now. You know, the only time I ever actually watch PFL is when this we is record. when we're podcasting. <laughs> yeah. If we record on Thursday nights, I've got PFL on. If we record on Wednesdays, I do not watch it on Thursday. Um, so, not I watching. mean. Good for you, PFL. Uh This card is awful.
0: Um, yeah, this this card is probably the worst they've ever had. It's like it's, really bad. Yeah, I, I did see
2: the uh, the Cooper Rory fight last week. So I, yeah. I, I lie. I see the occasional fight, but I also turned that one off about eight minutes into it because it seemed pretty obvious how that was going to go. Um, Bellator tomorrow. Uh, headlined by
0: Sergey, baby.
2: Hey, uh, it, it's headlined by a 2006 UFC Pride crossover dream fight. <sighs> Check Congo and Sergey Haritanov, baby. Combined yeah, yeah, age yeah, yeah. 123 years old.
1: It's, it's crazy I, that those guys are still fighting <laughs>
0: at this point. I mean, I didn't know that Congo was like 46 or something already. I Has thought he, he was been just,
1: outside of the UFC longer than he was inside the UFC at this point?
2: Like yeah, he's outside yeah, for a while. Gotta be right. Yeah, yeah, he's he was one of the first guys that went over to Bellator when they started
0: kind of yeah. grabbing
2: free agents from the UFC.
0: Yeah, I, I I was looking at that and I knew that he was forty or something, but I was like forty six. What the <laughs> fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh. Karatanov's been dead in some dudes lately. A man can still punch. So, that's all I'm saying.
1: He's been at each basically the same. It'll it'll be a little bit more in Bellator because he started in 06 in the UFC. He he fought for Bellator in in
2: 2013. Damn. He had uh, 18 fights in the UFC, and this is going to be his 17th fight in Bellator. That's crazy. That's crazy to think (laughs) about.
0: Man, he had some fun, time flies, man. He had some fun scraps in the UFC, man. Some yep. really oh, absolutely scraps. Yep.
2: Uh, doing that, coming out to the ring—that's my biggest memory of Chuck Congo, other than <laughs> the the Barry fight.
0: Yeah, the um, the Barry fight is one of the best fights. The Alaskas I, fight was—I mean, too. yeah, But the but the, the Barry fight was just—that's yeah. that's one fight that I. Literally, you're like jumping up and going, "Oh shit!" over and, <laughs> over, and over and over. Like, yeah. He uh,
1: used up all his fun in those two fights, and, and yeah.
0: now he is what? But like, "Fuck this." <laughs>
2: pretty much, and uh, uh, there's about three other people on that Bellator card that I can name. So that's a a real. The co-main event was offering. probably the best
1: fight, and it got canceled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Borch, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, good good for them. Uh,
2: But we are here to talk about the much better UFC (laughs) Vegas 34 Fight Night 782 Fight Night Cannoneer, Crystal Cannoneer, against Kelvin Vastelum. Um, A couple good fights, as we said earlier, but we're going to start off with maybe not such a good fight. Welterweight division. We've got Ramiz Brahimaj taking on Sasha Palatnikov, the UFC's lone Hong Konger. Hong Konger? I think it's Hong Konger. maybe might be Hong Kongian, but I think it's Hong Konger. Sean, what do we got here?
1: Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. These guys are both pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Pal- Palatnikov, the guy he beat in the UFC, is, is not good. Um... But then you got Brahimaj, who has lost two shitty guys on the regional scene in, in LFA. So, uh, both these guys are not good. Uh, Palatnikov does throw a decent amount of volume when he's not getting taken down. Um, I think it comes down to if if Brahimaj can can take him down, he probably subs him. If he can't, then Platnikov probably uh, knocks him out or, or gets a decision on, on the feet. So... I'll uh, I'll pick the underdog. It looks like that is Platnikov right now, but uh, yeah, I would not want money on anything like this. Wesley,
0: well, first off, I just want you to know that I turned down going and playing pickup basketball with LeBron James and Anthony Davis tonight. So, <laughs> well, because
2: they they usually only play forty-eight minutes, uh, but, but you uh, usually go for a solid eight. Twelve-minute quarters. You usually go for ninety-six minutes, and they just—they—they're not ready for that. They don't have um, the cardio. I,
0: I had I had tape studying to do, so I, I had I had to turn them down. You know,
1: um, it's the off-season. You can't run those guys that hard.
2: Uh, did did um, anybody get a screenshot of that exchange? I, yeah. I don't think so. I hope so. Well,
0: Lance, Lance got the screenshot of the tweet that was deleted, and then the other ones. The other ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the
2: response was so absolutely incredible.
0: Uh, at, at this point, man, I'm just not even sure this guy's not a robot anymore, man. Like, I, there, there's just not more cringe in this in this world than than that dude, man. I mean, um, when
2: they they put the new spine in him, it was one of those robot
0: spines, <laughs> and it's
2: like it's crept through his nervous system, and now it's just taking over. It's when he yeah.
0: no, when he got the vaccine, everything was activated, son. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was over from that point. Um,
1: oh, MMA Twitter is just a gold mine.
0: <laughs> that 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 mine has been goading for like years, though. Like it's we're. True. We're dying. We're taking diamonds out of that shit at this point. <laughs> it's been, been some fucking comedy over the years. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have anything here, man. Um, these guys are both terrible, and I'm not. I'm not wasting my money on it, or even trying to give a pick. Uh, I will take the underdog and topmaster, so we can move on. Smart
2: man. And um, I'm going the opposite way of you guys, oh, and I actually shit. feel pretty good about nice. it. Nice. Oh shit. Uh, Brahimaj looks like he's got a b- bit of a chin on him. And that's basically like a chin and a half-decent gas tank, which in the fight where his ear exploded, it, it looked like his cardio was all right. If you've got those two things, you don't even have to have good wrestling. You're going to get Polatnikov down to the ground. And if he gets him down to the ground, there's a massive advantage there. So... I, nice. I, I kind of like uh brahimaj in this fight I think that Polotnikov... like this dude was a plus four hundred underdog to one of the kochi's brothers like there's <laughs> there's there's a reason that he was that number he is Audio not good. uh yeah i I think he was like yeah plus four thirty to four fifty against against Louis Kochi's. Uh, in that fight that he won and like I said there's a reason that he was that number he is not good it just so happens that that dude only had two minutes of cardio and anybody that has more than that and any sort of skill set I think is going to beat him and Brahimash can grapple a little bit he didn't in the the Griffin fight so that's a little concerning Uh, but I think you're getting a big big discount on uh, on him in this fight because he wasn't able or didn't really grapple in that Griffin fight, uh, and I think he'll do it here and he'll uh, make this kind of easy work. So the money line looks fine to me. The, the sub prop around plus two hundred looks good to me as well. Uh, but yeah, I like I like Rocky Mush. Next up, lightweight division, we got two dudes they are real tall and real skinny and you sean you know how i hate <laughs> tall skinny dudes you do um so yeah break down roosevelt roberts and ignacio bahamen uh and and tell me why how these dudes can even stay upright and they don't like crumple in <laughs> on themselves
1: it's it's been windy, you know, they, they, they might float away. Uh they're they're so tall and, and lanky. I think they're we thought big, that man. big. <laughs> big. Oh yes. Massive. <laughs> uh I think well some people, uh, including myself, I thought Roosevelt Roberts was gonna be a lot better than what he's shown. Um I don't know if the dude's a head case or maybe he's just not that good. I mean I guess in hindsight his wins in the UFC are, are not great. Brock Weaver, Yakalev uh, Thomas Gifford. Those guys are not that good. Um, so maybe he just isn't that good, but it's also concerning that he got armbarred in the first round and then knocked out in the first round in back-to-back fights. Uh, I The Bahaman is... Uh, he, he throws a decent amount of volume. Uh, so I think, like... That might be enough in this fight. I don't know. These these guys seem very flaky, especially Roberts. Uh, I'll pick the Baja man, but uh, I I really don't want to have money on this this low level of fights. Roberts just pisses stuff away, and uh, I don't know. This other guy, I don't think is that good.
2: Wes, who did let the dogs out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree with with Sean here. Uh, I just don't think much of Roberts. I, I did before. I think we all thought he was going to be a little better than what he what he's turned out to be. Um, I don't know if I want my money on the Baja, man. I'm not sure I can let the dogs out of my wallet on this fight. Um, but I do kind of favor him here, man. I think he can put the pressure on Roberts to where Roberts is might be the more skilled guy. But he just, man, he's almost, fuck, I don't even want to, Sully fucking Bobby Green's name, but comparing him to Roosevelt Roberts, but that guy does just put himself in bad, bad spots, man. Um, if I play anything here, I, I might look at uh, the Obaha man uh, inside the distance, or uh, I know his his sub is is like plus fourteen hundred. Um, Roberts is is he likes to get some shit snatched from time to time, so uh, maybe maybe that might be worth a little sprinkle, but. Um, I might sprinkle on that. No, Bob, man, inside the distance. If I if I play anything here, but he, he's going to be the pick. I just uh, I don't think I don't think Roberts is is very good.
2: I feel like you guys are doing too much tape study this week, and that's why I'm on the opposite side again. You're you're Let's thinking go. too much about it. it. It's very simple with little, little old Rosie here. When he's the better grappler, he does fine. When he's not the better grappler, he's fucked. Uh, He's not the better grappler. Or he is the better grappler here because fucking Baja men can't grapple at all. Uh, So (laughs) if if these guys get into any sort of scrambles, anything like that, uh, I think that Rosie Roberts has quite the advantage. Uh, You look at... Obviously, John McDessie is a much more seasoned and technical striker than than Roosevelt Roberts. Um, But the fact that everyone's like, oh man, he's so tall, he's got such a long reach, his range is so good. And then he got beat up by a little midget for 15 minutes in his last fight. It tells you that he's not all that great at, at using his range. Um, I'm allowed to say that, all right, as a short person. I'm allowed as a little to person, u- Brad? I'm, a, I'm allowed to use the M word, all right. Um, but when he's in there with a guy who is a similar height and length to him, I think that's something that is going to be much more unusual for him and making his skill set work than it is for Roberts. So I just think that at some point, he's not going to be able to maintain the distance. These guys are going to close in, and and Roberts is just a significantly better grappler. And I actually see him probably finding a sub at some point in this fight. Uh, Wes, I know you said that you like the uh, the little sprinkle on the the Baja men by uh, by sub, but I'm kind of looking more at the uh, the Roberts sub line around plus three fifty. I think that that might have some legs in this one, but yeah, I I do favor. Robert's here, and the line keeps creeping down. So Bob, my... and
0: stuns him, grabs a neck. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I said he got knocked out. I guess he did get choked after he got yeah, dropped. Yeah, he got, uh, got choked by, up.
0: That's what's going to happen. By
1: Kroom. I, I don't know. Is Kroom's a better grappler than he is. I, I don't know if it mattered in that fight, because getting so. cracked by Kroom is not great.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kroom's just one of those dudes that he's been on the regional circuit for forever, and... Yeah. He's like a sub or B-sub kind of guy. He's like what... Uh, uh, who's the dude that trains at, at Glory now? Um, the one that out-wrestled Charlie Rose. Oh, the,
1: the one that everybody's hyped up about his cardio after he, he choked out... Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah wow, that guy. Name?
2: Yeah, He's yeah. like the other version of that dude. Um, except actually a little bit better, because I think he... Derek Minner. Um, Derek Minner, there we yeah. go. Because uh, I think... Crew uh, actually beat him on the regional circuit at one point. so kind of like that he he does have a good dangerous grappling game just he's so aggressive that he's got those kind of holes. but you know in that 20 second fight, <laughs> there's not really a lot of time to see any holes defensively anyway, moving on to the people's main events of the evening We've got the water buffalo Fabio Charant, but fuck him he doesn't matter. It's Thick Willie season, boys. He's back. He's back for vengeance. It didn't go so well last time. Uh, Thick Willie is all about the hashtag stop Asian hate. Um, He supported the movement in his last fight. Um, Props to him for that. And yeah, I I mean, now against a, a man of the same race, it's done for Fabio Chiron. This is this is not going to go well. Thick Willie's just going to mushroom slap him all over the place. It's it's beautiful, Sean. Uh,
1: after that last fight, I, I did have to pull one C off of uh, off of the name. He, he's only got two now. Uh, he had the the three C's in the in the Thick William. That's fair. That's uh, I don't know what happened in that fight. <laughs> I don't know if he just completely didn't expect jung to to grapple and and take him down because that that did not look like our our thick willy um i think he's gonna go for takedowns against sharon and as we've seen with alonzo Menafield, i think he's gonna get him and once that guy's on his back it's there's he's not gonna throw up much or, or i think he's gonna have a tough time getting uh out from under that thick willy so uh I got Thick Willie to win. Uh, I don't know if he gets a finish, but uh, I, I might put him in
0: a small parlay. Wesley. Yeah, I mean, after watching uh, da Unhung do that to a man as hung as is Thick Willie last time, it 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 puts a little uh, a little scare in you, man. Um, I I do think this is a. I don't know. I guess it's a better matchup. I thought the last matchup was just great for him, but uh, I guess those things happen. And MMA, um, yeah, I think he can get takedowns here, man. Uh, and I, I think Dick Willie, if, if he, when he's on top of people, um, he lays hammers, man. Uh, he doesn't fuck around on top, so I think he can get some takedowns here, and he can uh, land some ground-to-pound. So um, I, I like Dick Willie inside the distance. uh probably by KO. Uh, that's probably how it's going to happen, ground-to-pound, but um, I'll probably take a little inside the distance, uh, maybe put him in a small parlay. Small parlay but I, I think he gets back on track here. He's got a he's got a winnable fight.
2: The other reason that I'm not concerned, and not a lot of people are bringing this up, just because they don't go as in depth in the game as we do. But uh, the Venom Shorts curse it goes it goes both ways in this fight, baby. That that those balance issues. They're they're gonna happen for Fabio Schwartz as well as Thick Willie. So I, I think we're good here. We, we <laughs> I mean, different levels, but you know, same name. same sort of issues that you're running into. So you don't have to worry about the the outside trip and all of that. Because <laughs> um, like as much as you want to say that Thick Willie can't wrestle based on that fight, it was the same thing over and over and over and over again and uh, i know some yeah yeah, some people will point to that and be like oh you can't make adjustments uh in the fight what what the hell are you doing uh it's also pretty difficult to learn a technique over the span of 15 minutes um you know when whenever i've done things in various sports it's gonna work on you for a while before you figure out how to do it. And that span should probably be longer than 15 minutes. So I, I think that, uh, as the guy said, Thick Willie's going to get some takedowns. He's going to pound out Fabio Chirant just uh, just make it a, a real, real rough night for him on top. It's going to be like, you know, when he's got some of the, the ladies in the back seat of his Honda Civic, you know. He's, he's got the specially modified one. I was talking to, to my boy Dan about this, saying that he had to remove the back seats so that he could push back the front seat a little bit so that he's got room to operate in there, because uh, otherwise you just have, you know, the steering wheel would just be going every which way every time he goes around a corner, because stuff's just flying all over the place. That, those are the dangers that you run when you're thick Willie, And... and it seems like management is getting on board with the nickname uh we got uh not we but uh but dan got uh, a retweet from uh, tyson chardier when he tweeted out that it was thick willy fight week so (laughs) we we might see a nickname change in the future as well which is big news breaking
1: Big, big news
2: yeah um speaking of big news (laughs) we're moving up to the women's bantamweight division the greatest division in all the land uh next to the the women's featherweight division and the women's lightweight division on a showcase tonight at pfl uh for bia malecki and josianne Nunes. sean are these in fact real people
1: Allegedly, um, I could have swore these were Invicta fighters, but I guess they're where they are. Uh, it, you know, it, it's gonna be funny if if the chick that has a seven inch height advantage and the seven inch reach advantage gets knocked out by the other chick, because <laughs> the other yes. chick does knock people out. Um, yeah, I I really don't care. Uh, I'll pick. Um, the, the newcomer, uh, because usually these kinds of ladies, eventually they
2: fight somebody that can do something and they lose. Wes, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who this uh, Bia Maleki person looks like. And it's like a, a cross between <sighs> Dolph Lundgren and like one of his hot Swedish wives, because uh, in some pictures, she, she looks all right. And I'm not going to lie. Um, yep. But then in some other pictures, she she looks like she will break you. Could, could she be one of Dolph's long lost uh,
1: daughters? Probably.
2: Probably. That's something I think we need to do some uh, investigatory journalism on.
0: MMA style. Yeah. West, Yeah, I'll... Uh, anything here? I will... Heard, uh, heard yeah, I, uh, sadly, I think I watched the Dolph Lundgren's uh, daughter on um, on a tough season. I believe that's where she's from. And, ah. Uh, ah that's, um, yeah, that's why I haven't seen that. She kind of sucked on there as far <laughs> as I can remember, but I think, uh, I think there's not a ton of talent. There was a ton of talent on that on that season. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea here, man. I'm I'm probably gonna pick her because she's got some experience trains at a way better gym than this other chick. So I'll, I'll pick her, I guess. But I, I don't I don't want any part of this one. Yeah, I've
2: never seen either of the fight. I'm probably not going to see either of them fight after this weekend either. Uh, moving on, staying in the bantamweight division because you know we don't see gender here on the MMA analysis. So, it's, it's all just it's all just bantamweights to us. Uh, but we got Brian Kelleher, boom, taking on Domingo Pilarte. Uh He's he's tall, so he must be good, right, John?
1: Well, yeah, he's a six foot. Uh, bantamweight. You know, uh, those guys are <laughs> absolute winners. <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, yeah, they they don't have Andre that defense Ewell's? and, and how's Andre body shots. Working bro? out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I I don't have much. I don't really have a good read on this fight. Uh, I think Kelleher. We've definitely seen his ceiling. Um, he can beat. Certain guys, but then when he kind of takes a step into that, you know, close to top fifteen range, then then he's obviously going to lose. Do I think Polarte is is anywhere near top fifteen? I don't think so. Uh, he does have some decent wins on the the regional scene, um, but what what he's shown in the FC hasn't been great. So I'll pick Keller here, but
2: uh, I I don't really want anything to do with this fight either. So so Wes. Pilarte's nickname is the son of fire, um, but he's 31 at this point. So when when do you stop being the son of fire and you're like the, the dad of fire or the brother of fire? Because a 31-year-old Bantamweight, he's uh, he's getting up there. I know that Kelleher is old, but his nickname isn't the son of boom.
0: It's just boom. <laughs> yeah maybe we should just be fire just there you go fire Blarde, yeah 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 at, at some point you're not the the prospect anymore like yeah. i don't you're you not have, the young
2: assassin anymore melvin yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh baby assassin i guess you can still use that for a little bit longer uh yeah i'm i, I see some people that like Kellehern in this fight and i i guess i i get it um I just this is a little bit closer than I than I think uh most people think it's gonna be. Um Sean's right like Blarte's got some really nice wins uh and some good promotions before he came to the UFC and it just seems like uh it's one of those guys that might have uh the lights were a little too bright and he just hasn't performed of, of what he looked like uh back on the regional scene. So I, I just Sean's right. We've seen the best of Kellehern. We we know what he is. Ha- have we seen the best of this dude yet? I mean, maybe, but um, I'd rather take the dog here personally. Uh, I haven't. Uh, probably going to just stay away. But I'd just be a little wary of laying juice on Kellehern in this fight. And the fight that I think's going to be close. And um, you've seen how judging is lately. So um, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Pilarta here. I just I think he's better than what he's shown at his UFC run. Um, It'd be a good test uh, from Kelleher, though. Like, you know you're going to get out of here. He's going to put the pressure on him. So Uh, we'll see. It's going to be a close fight. I'll I'll pick Pilarte, but probably move it.
2: Yeah, I was kind of hoping to uh, bet Kelleher in this spot. Um, Looking more towards the inside distance. Uh, obviously, he's got the guillotine, but uh, I actually think that uh, a knockout is maybe a little bit more likely in this spot. Uh, but all of those prices suck. Uh, Kelleher inside is only plus 110. The knockout props only like plus 200. The sub prop is the best of them at plus 400. Uh, but I I don't love any of those. I, I think he gets it done in this spot because uh, tall guy defense. Whoa. Lots of tall guy defense happening with this dude. Um, but yeah, those those prices just, uh, they're, they're not doing it for me. Uh, maybe I just end up playing Kelleher straight, but uh, as West said, this guy has looked good against some decent fighters, Adrian Yanez, on the, the regional circuit and in some of his previous fights, so Maybe it's enough to, to scare me off, but uh, I, I do think Kelleher gets it done. Uh, you look at the list of guys that he's lost to, and it's like Top 15, Stamen, Ricky Simone, uh, who else? Uh, didn't
0: he lose to Yuri Alcantara
2: at one point, or did he beat him?
0: I yeah, like, rarely gets like completely outclassed against any of those guys, too. So. He's yeah. tough, man. He's so, tough. I,
2: I, I have to think that Kelleher gets it done in this spot. Um, Lineker, Vera were the other losses. He actually... Uh, he beat Yuri. He, he beat Yuri Alcantara. That's the first time we saw that guillotine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is well within Kelleher's abilities before he creeps up into that ne- that next level where we've seen that he just he doesn't belong in the top 10, top 15 sort of uh, bantamweights. So... I think Kellerher gets it done here. Don't love the prices on the props, though. Next up, a fight that I have no clue about and I'm going give you guys nothing here. Uh, Luis Saldana kicking on Austin Bingo. Sean?
1: Yeah, I, I don't have too much here either. Um, both these guys have pretty sketchy takedown defense. Uh, lingo getting taken down um, by by Kilburn, and six times by Yusuf Zalal. It's not great, and then you got uh, Jordan Griffin going four for seven on takedowns against Saldana. Um, so this, I think if the one guy is going for takedowns it's going to be Lingo. Um, I I don't have too much here. I, I don't think these guys are very good. Uh, I'll, I'll say Lingo goes for takedowns and gets them uh and and wins a a decision. I know Saldana's got a shit ton of finishes, so he could be in danger, but uh I'll pick Lingo.
0: Wes? Yeah, I just I, I think Lingo's the slightly better wrestler here too. Uh, I think uh he can he can get the takedowns, man. Uh Sean's right. Both of these dudes are their uh takedown defense is is pretty shitty. Um Saldana just I'm. I'm not. He's. He's got some okay wins. Uh, his past couple times. I guess Jordan Griffin's a, an okay win, and Vince Murdoch. Um, he was just on the Ultimate Fighter as well, but. Uh, he's been around. That's a that's a pretty decent win over a better in there too. But, um, yeah, I just. I think Lingo's going to be able to get takedowns too. Plus, he's a dog at this point, so I, I'm definitely going to pick him as the dog. Uh, I probably can't can't bet anything in this fight. Dogger passed over me.
2: As I said, I've got nothing. But if both of these guys have shitty takedown defense, if I was in their corner, I would say, "Hey, go out and shoot a takedown. You'll probably get it. And that's probably going to win you the fight." Um, but that's about it. Moving up to the main card, and somehow we go from that fight yeah. to Alexandre Pantoja. And Brandon Royval, which is a fucking awesome fight uh, maybe the best fight on the card the the main event's good but this is the fight that I'm most looking forward to on the card so uh, yeah i I think this is gonna be you know typical flyweight weight awesomeness uh, Sean, what do you got for us yeah this is gonna be a fun fight uh, Roy Val pretty much forces
1: fun fights and I feel like pantoja's damn near almost always in, in fun fights as well. Um, gotta love just them trying to get rid of this weight division and then bringing it back. Uh, like you said, this is, I think this is probably the, the best fight on this card. Um, I, 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 I like Royal Roy Val. Um, I played him against Moreno. Uh, I, I know some people were, were feeling happy, uh, that we are on Moreno there. Um, that was going to be a, a, a good fight uh, until his shoulder injury happened. It sounded like that was kind of a common thing with him. So that's a bit worrisome going forward. Uh, some of these guys have, have weird shoulder things where they just pop out randomly. Um, and so that's kind of dicey trying to back that guy. Um, I do think Roy is going to push a pace. Um, Pantoja's, uh, cardio is pretty decent. Uh, I think there's only been a couple fights where he's kind of slowed down a bit in the third, but uh, I think Val kind of makes this a crazy fight, and 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 when he forces guys into those fights, I think they become close fights. Um, even though I think Pantoja is is the more skilled fighter, um, the takedown defense is a concern. So I, I think Pantoja's smart; he'll go for takedowns. Um, I don't think Val is going to sub him, so hopefully he doesn't try to throw up just dumb submissions from his back. He just hopefully gets back to his feet. And, um, but yeah, I, I have a couple units on Roy Val uh, at plus one forty-five. Um, I might hedge off of it a little bit off of it, um, just because I do uh, think Pantoja is very good. Um, I kind of expected this line to be a little bit closer, but um, I still think Brandon Val can can make this a close fight.
0: Wesley yeah I'd uh, probably get to hedging a little bit uh, <laughs> look I, I I like Roy Val man and uh, you're right he, he makes just about any fight fun but the problem is like Pantoja can thrive in those fights too that that guy can fight that style um, or fight the style he's kind of been lately he's been more tight and technical Um and man, like Roy Val's going his back in this fight. Like he's, he's gonna be on his back. Uh, uh probably multiple times in this fight. Like, I, and he could have, he doesn't, but even if he had okay takedown defense, Pantoja gets guys down. Like the guy's got really good takedowns. Um, I think he's more technical on the feet. Like, like Roy Val hits from wild angles and throws lands, wild shit, but, Man, Pantosia's hands are just all-around more technical and better, in my opinion. Um, cardio has been better lately. Um, yeah, I just see all the advantages for for Pantosia in this spot, man. Um, now, could Roy Val pull off something crazy? Yeah, like, that's why we like that dude. Um, but you're right, man, for his shoulder to go out like that and stuff, that's not good. Uh, once shoulders start doing that, they're very susceptible to, to doing that stuff over and over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I like uh I like Pantoja here. I, I haven't played anything yet, but he'll definitely be in a, a parlay that I put together.
2: Yeah, I also like Pantoja. Um Sean, I I know we talked before the podcast and you said you had a, a bet on Roy Val. You didn't say that it was a couple units. I <laughs> yeah, mean Whoa <two> <laughs> now. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Um but yeah, I, I like Pantoja. I a lot of what you said is is correct. And the first worry and the only reason that I don't have Pantoja in a bet already is because Roy Val does push that pace and he does make guys uncomfortable in there, but thinking about it more, I don't think that's going to bother Pantoja. I, I think he's going to be able to answer everything that Roy Val does. And at some point Roy Val is going to kind of run out of ideas in this fight. If he doesn't get something big, he's going to go for something bigger and something bigger. And he's going to throw a flying knee and he's going to end up on his back. And I've got bad news for you. He's going to stay on his back and he's going to throw up armbar attempts and triangle attempts (laughs) and all that sort of shit. And he's going to lose the round. And, you know, you're, you're making that face because... You can absolutely see that happen. <laughs> That's um,
0: why I even said, oh, Roy <laughs> Bell's not throwing up dumbass fucking and shit that ain't connected. Wow. Um,
2: yeah, so <laughs> I, I do kind of see that. And honestly, even in the fights that he's won, uh, he's gotten hit by guys that are way worse than Pantoja. Uh, like, he got cracked a bunch by Car Franz, who's You know, he's a good striker. I think Pantoja's a significantly better striker than him. So I just think that Pantoja's going to be able to deal with that pressure. He's going to be able to find the openings. Honestly, if it gets to be too much for him, I think he can just take Roy Val down. And there's going to be some danger of guillotines and, and quick submissions off of those takedowns. But once they settle into that position... As I said, I think that Roy is going to be happy there throwing stuff up and Pantoja's going to be able to deal with all of it. So, I like Pantoja. Probably takes a decision in this one, but it's a Brandon roy Val fight, so it's going to be a hell of a
0: fight. What is decision on that?
2: Um, decision no, is different. plus 165 oh, plus yeah. 180. I'll be taking some of that. Uh, yeah. I, I don't take that, actually. Next up, we are in the lightweight division. We've got Mother Hubbard taking on the QAnon master himself, the Prince of Freedom, Vinny the Pickle Fucker, everybody's favorite, Dougie's favorite fighter for oh, sure. Oh, far.
0: About <laughs> far.
2: Uh, Sean, uh, the Pickle Fucker. Not you. Him.
1: No. Not yeah. me, the Vink Pickle, yes. Um yeah. yeah, I think this is a good matchup for him, honestly. Uh Austin Hubbard is he's not that skilled, but he has traits that help him against shitty fighters. Uh he's got decent cardio, he's got okay wrestling, and against terrible guys, and he's also he's also fairly durable. So he he likes to get hit and then guys, when they can't put him away, he gets a little. They get a little tired, and then he's kind of able to take over. Um, Vink Pickle is, is a much better wrestler. He's going to be able to take Hubbard down. Uh, I think he'll be all right on the feet. Um, I don't think old Vink Pickle is uh, is going to get a a finish because uh, Hubbard is pretty tough. Um, but yeah, I like Vink vink pickle here and and if he loses then that'll be enjoyable and and dougie will probably (laughs) roast his ass on twitter for you know two or three days and we'll get a a good amount of entertainment out of it
2: um wes i've never understood vink pickle's name his nickname i should say because like vink from hell pickle doesn't even rhyme (laughs) like why why would you give yourself (laughs) Well, mean, should we, a, should we be
1: expecting more from from a <laughs> from a person
2: like him? A big Thanks, big Tito supporter, big pickle is big Tito supporter. He yep. thinks he happy should happy face Tito. He's he's a happy no, face Tito supporter. not not that Tito, different Tito.
0: Political Tito's, Tito. Long, Tito's long gone, man. <laughs> long gone. Hidden what do we got here, Wes?
2: Me.
0: Yeah, I'm a i am I like the old the old pickle man as well. Um, I think Sean uh broke it down uh, pretty perfectly here uh in describing Hubbard. Um pickle's just gonna put a pace on him, man. Um he's not Hubbard's not gonna be able to keep pickle off of him. And uh I think he's gonna be gonna be humped by the pickle. Um yeah, I just Hubbard's not great, man. Sean was right in everything he said. He's just tough, kinda durable. Um I just see Oh, uh, the old Pickle Man getting a getting a pretty easy decision here, man. So uh, I like the chill and I well, pickle. I like I like the Pickle Man, and uh, yeah, that him by decision. I think is around plus one hundred and sixty or something here, plus one hundred and fifty. Um, I think that's probably I think that's probably how he gets it done. So uh, yeah, he's actually kind of one of my favorite plays on a pretty shitty card this week, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I like the pickle man
2: yeah um, I do not like the pickle man but I think the pickle man's going to win this fight
0: yeah there you go.
2: Um, and, and I think you guys were sort of right in assessing Mother Hubbard here um, he's durable and he's got good cardio but he is absolutely not a good wrestler he d- no doesn't have good wrestling at all, um, which is the the biggest thing that I think is going to help Vink Pickle in this fight, because honestly, uh, Pickle usually starts out a little slow. Uh, you know he he's got a he's got to percolate in that brine a little bit before he gets going in the second and third round. Uh, but I'm not sure that Hubbard has ever won a first round in. In his life. Um, he has to wait. He's not good at anything. So he has to wait for his opponent to get tired before he can start winning rounds. So I think even the the slow starting sour pickle uh, can get the first round in this one. And I think it's just going to kind of snowball from there. Because he's going to see how easy those takedowns come. He's going to be able to control Hubbard's on the mat. And he's just going to sort of keep doing that. Uh, and it's, it's not going to be a case where it's like a, a Madsen fight or a Roshkop Cop fight or, or any of those where guys just, like, gas horribly and, and Hubbard's able to come back. Uh, I, I think that we've seen Bickle enough times to know that he can keep doing that for 15 minutes. So I do think that Austin Hubbard is going to get Pickle fucked. In this one. <laughs>
0: uh, and oh, Fink
2: Pickle is the MMA analysis consensus bet of the week at uh, currently minus 110. Minus 105 is that the d- best out there, but uh, minus 110 widely available.
0: Q sent so. Come on, Vince. Where we go, one, we go all, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Cash these tickets for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's give right. You the, give you the side pickle. Come on, we're brothers. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: God. West. Hey, like, but like, you Sean can't says, do that where you live. People are gonna believe it.
0: Like, yeah. like Sean says, even if we lose, we win. And yeah, absolutely, way. it gets no better than this. If that piece of shit loses, so be it. If oh, he if wins, he loses, we're ready.
2: never gonna let him hear the end of it.
0: No, <laughs> no Dougie will like come back out of his retirement, his hibernation, and be all over that dude. Uh,
2: that'll be fun. That'll be something to pay attention to for sure. All right. Uh, Bantamweight division. We've got Trevin Jones, the uh, the comeback knockout king at, at 135, taking on Sedio Cub, Cockraminoff. What What? is that a real name? Sean,
1: (laughs) I I agree uh, with with your wife, Brad. That uh, I don't know what kind of shenanigans there's some cock ramen going on. I don't know what the hell this is. This guy is from Chicago. I thought you were doing an
2: MMA podcast. You're talking about cock ramen,
1: yeah, yeah. Getting explicit. Um, this guy's from Chicago, (laughs) Illinois, uh, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> um
0: <laughs>
1: Oh fuck. So I I've never seen this guy fight. Uh he's fought on uh in in PFL. He lost to a a pretty damn good fighter. Um that was a while ago. Uh that was 3 years ago now. Um I I don't have much on him. I don't know how good Trevin Jones is. I mean, obviously he has big power, especially at this weight class. But is is he good? I I I don't know. Uh, he, he was losing that fight against Valiev pretty pretty handedly, but he's got that big power. So uh, at this weight class, that's kind of a game changer. Um, he's a small favorite right now. Um, he opened as a. Big favorite and people hammered the shit they out of uh, up, the man. cock rammer yeah um I'll, I'll pick jones i guess but i guess some people are ho- uh, hyped up by the cock ramming
0: yeah there's a let go <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there seems to be a, a lot of people I, I think our boy uh uh i oh, yeah tweeted out about it how i mean they just killed this line um I got. I have no idea, man. Um, I I don't think I've seen this guy fight. Uh, I know he beat the old Asker, Asker uh a couple fights back in some fight league. I'm sure only only composer watches because uh, I I don't remember seeing that fight. So I just don't don't know enough about him. Um, and yeah, uh, Jones has got some power, man. But I don't know what if he gets wrestled fucked here. I, I just I have no idea, man. So. Um, I guess good luck to anybody that got the the plus 200 or something. Um, I know somebody commented, commented to Paul that like everybody that tracks plays and tries to put plays out are absolutely going to be tracking this guy plus 200, no matter, no matter what they got. Plus 250, Um, baby. Yeah. There's everyone on the capper tech or fucking bet tips. It's all going to be plus 200, uh, or over. So, um, I don't know. I I guess I'm gonna pick Joan, just because I've seen him fight. I have no idea. I'm gonna stay away with uh, a bit. My
2: wife's oh, still here. <laughs> she she <laughs> has she has big opinions on this fight. Apparently, oh, oh, many I mean, in fairness, she's heard of of Kokramanov. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how can as, you not have just as much a, as I have? So um... I know a lot about Kokramanov.
0: Bob, there, there go. Brad, good job.
2: Yep, yep. that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. congratulations. Uh,
2: yeah, I I don't know anything about this late replacement guy. I don't think Trevin Jones is very good. I've, I've never thought he's been particularly good, um, and I think eventually he finds a knockout. Uh, but I I, I, I kind of hope that uh, that he does. So all the people that are are trying to play that non-existent plus 250 uh all end up losing their bets they get cocked very sad that's (laughs) right (laughs) next up big fight heavyweight division the biggest we we've got the the back knee gorilla chase sherman (laughs) um he's taking on my boy porky porker in just the clash of the titans man uh you know, you've got a guy who his thing is supposed to be cardio and throwing a lot of strikes, losing a decision to Andre Arlowski in 2021 um, against a, a guy God, that looks like Fork like porker.
0: What a hit that was. Thanks, Andre. <laughs> that, that was a good one.
2: Um, yeah, Sean, what do you got here?
1: Yeah, not only did he lose to Andre Olovsky, he lost the second and third round yep. and he was supposed to have fucking cardio. Oh, that's uh that's so beautiful. Our Ar- is just an absolute gem. Um is this gonna go fatty? Uh both of these guys throw uh yes, a decent absolutely. amount of strikes.
0: Oh no, this is going fatty. It absolutely it's going fatty. Yep. It's 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 a bit like
1: it's two and a half at like plus one fifteen. I, I would assume we're gonna get there. Uh, both I'd probably
2: these just guys lay it
1: on the one and a
2: half. Yeah, lay it honest. on the one and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably it's actually probably a safer way to do it. Chase um, <laughs> Sherman is not good. Uh, no matter <laughs> no matter how good he is on the Twitter, uh, he he's not a good fighter. He's almost two to one. Mm, I know Porky Porter, uh, Porky Porter is is not good, but <laughs> should Sherman be minus two hundred against anybody with a heartbeat? I I don't think so. No. Uh, I'll I'll pick the the pork the Porky one, but uh, I don't want to bet that. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I want to do with with fatties, whether it's going in a parlay or or what.
2: Wesley,
0: yeah, like Chase Sherman. Mine is almost two to one to any sack of shit off of fucking a construction site, anywhere, anything. Uh, I tell you who, who does have like some toughness and some cardio and shit and will still be slanging haze into the second and third round. That's the fucking porker man. That dude will absolutely still be fucking throwing in the third round. Um, yeah, I, I like him in a spot, Not nothing big or anything. It's still heavyweights and shit. And, Porter's not good. You know what I'm saying? He's tough and durable and the dude's gonna be throwing punches. And Sherman absolutely is is fucking terrible. There's no way he should be this price. So I'm gonna take some of uh the old pork man and I like I like the one and a half. I'm just gonna lay it on that. And uh I, I'm gonna take a little of uh, the pork man by decision. I think it's like plus four fifty or something. I, I think this can get sloppy in the second and third, and they're just kind of Laying on each other, um, we watched the Pork Man go three with fucking another fat slob last time out.
2: I, I could hey, see that <laughs> fat slob has a name. It's Carbo Parisian.
0: <laughs> that's right. It's one of the, yeah, that's one of the good ones too. My, my bad. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. I, 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 think we could see something like that happen again. So, um, yeah, I'm on. A, I'm on the Pork Man in this fight.
2: I'm right there with you. Uh, maybe this should have been the consensus because, yeah, I don't think Chase Sherman is good. He, he's never been good. He came back to the UFC somehow after losing bare-knuckle boxing matches to Joey Beltran and all sorts of embarrassing stuff that, that happened to him after his embarrassing UFC run the first time. and And then people thought he was good for some reason. I I don't get it. Uh, He was on steroids. I I mean, all fighters should be on steroids, so I I don't hold that against him. Uh, He was on bad steroids, obviously. Uh, But he's going to get out-volumed here. Like, you just look at their fights, you look at the volume that they put out there, and Porky Porker is just going to keep throwing and keep throwing and keep throwing. And Sherman got tired and got outpaced by 47 year old Andre Arlovsky in rounds two and three of his last fight after rocking him in the first round. Like, I, I just don't see how this is something that goes well for him if he doesn't get a first round knockout. And I, it's possible he might get a, an early knockout. I just don't see it because this guy does have a decent chin. We, we saw that he got knocked out by Dukakis, but I mean, a lot of people got knocked out by Dukakis on the way to presidency. So you can't really hold that against them. Uh, so yeah, I, we got, I, I think it was like plus 900 or something stupid last time, uh, Porker by decision in, in his last fight. But uh, I, I like that plus four fifty that Wes was talking about here as well. Next up, co-main event, we've got the lightweight division, and it's Clay Guida in twenty twenty one taking on uh, little Shane Carwin, mini me, Marco Madsen. Little bit of a different skill set than Shane Carwin, now. Just, just, just a, just a smidge, Sean. I would pay attention to MMA in, like, seven years. Uh, Mattson, I'm My surprised. wife wants everyone to know that she hasn't paid attention to MMA in, like, a decade. That's uh, smart. smart. She, she smart. knows who Clay Guida is. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a bad sign for a fighter. Oof.
1: Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, M- Matts, I'm surprised by this line. Um I don't know how you can be too confident in Clay Guida in, in this matchup. I mean, I, I know he beat the ghost of Michael Johnson. Uh, but before that, like, he, he gets whooped by anybody that's that's halfway decent. Uh, when he does, when he has, like, fought good wrestlers, they usually take him down. Um, he, Margo Manson is a very good wrestler. I know there are some, some cardio uh, issues, possibly, but... I I really don't think Guida's gonna win the first two rounds of this fight. Uh and, and then Clay Guida doesn't really have that much offense to win a 10-8, So I at at minimum I think Madsen's gonna win the first two and and, and then he might gas a bit and, and hold on in the third. But Clay Guida is not good and, and, and Madsen's probably gonna out wrestle him. And he probably has better striking. Like Guida, he does a lot of nothing. And I think uh, judges have kind of clued into this finally. Um, that all that bouncing around is actually doing nothing. So I got Madsen. Uh, probably wins a decision. Guida is still pretty tough. Uh, I haven't bet him yet. But uh, I'm probably going to put Madsen in a parlay. let
0: yeah, I'm it's this one's just um one of those ones where I'm gonna be just really right or really wrong. I just played Guida at thirty-nine here in twenty twenty one, man. I, I know he beat Michael Johnson, but it's fucking Michael Johnson. That dude's the biggest fucking head case we've ever seen. Um Guida's gonna get out wrestled here. Um definitely gonna pro- lose definitely gonna lose the first two rounds and then you're probably gonna have to be I don't know. I don't even think you're going to have to be as worried as usual with Madsen in the in the third round in this spot because just it ain't like Guida's got the greatest cardio at this point either. Um, I don't know. This line kind of I don't know. It worries me. Maybe it's just Guida's name. People's betting him. They see he won against Michael Johnson last time out, so that might be uh, making the line uh, kind of move to where it is, but. It just seems off to me, man. Um, I'm going to be on Mazden here. I, I like him. Um, I'm, I'm just going to lay it, man. I hope it gets a little bit lower. Um, him by decision is around plus one thirty. Um, I know Brad. Brad would probably say that's probably the better way to go. I think that's usually how he does it. Tries to get a prop um, at a slightly better price, but I just think I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it, man. In case uh, Mastin does. Maybe get some kind of grounded pound in the third, and the the ref stops it just just to be safe. But I, I like him here. I don't see any way that that Clay Guida is going to win two rounds against him in this fight.
2: But honestly, I'm not looking for a prop in this one because I think something like five of his last six or six of his last seven losses Guida has been finished. So i I think maybe we can put the super durable caveman to to bed. Um, But I I just have the the UFC uh, stats page up right now, and I can see his last nine fights. And he's gotten 10 takedowns in those nine fights. Um, But he also hasn't faced any wrestlers. And... If there's one thing that Madsen can do, it's wrestle. I, I don't think that Guida is going to have success wrestling in this fight. Maybe he can have some success in the third round, but even then, he doesn't have the same sort of cardio that he used to have. And you guys already said it. He doesn't have the the offense that if he's down two rounds, he can come back and get a finish to to put this away. So, yeah, I I like Mattson quite a bit. Uh, I think this is going to be kind of a, a big brothering uh, at, at least through the first ten minutes. And I'm kind of shocked that the the price keeps dropping down because, or not dropping down, but like it, it started low and has. Climbed up and it's starting to come back down, but yeah, I, I like Matson at the the minus one fifty five. Um, I saw it earlier this week at like minus one sixty five, minus one seventy. I, I liked it then, and that was the worst of the price, so um, I didn't go full Ben. I, I don't have a, a play on that terrible price, but uh, I, I do like Matson here to get a decision. And honestly, with how much. Weed has been finished. I wouldn't be shocked to see Madsen just grab something and squeeze and and get a sub here. So, uh, I'm staying away from that decision prop. Uh, I'll just play the money line. And if anything, if that sub prop gets completely out of hand, uh, maybe a little sprinkle there for some fun. Finally, main event, middleweight division, Crystal Cannoneer, the, uh... (laughs) What what is he exactly? Jehovah's is he a Jehovah's Witness? No, a seventh, he's, seventh he's, he's, he's no, he's Seventh Day Adventist. No, Jewish. No, he's a Jewish. he no. He's the, he he's the black Alaskan uh, Jewish person. No, that that can't be right. I would know. He might have shifted.
1: Like he might have shifted recently to some yeah, other. Uh... I, I think he's
2: moved <laughs> away from the chosen people. He's he's on one of those those he's on Sunday. A different path. He's, he's on one of those Sunday things now. He's he's not a Saturday dude anymore, uh, which is why it's not going to go well for him on Saturday night. Taking on our boy, everyone's favorite middleweight, with a, a little bit of extra pudge on him, Kelvin Fastalum. Sean, what do we got here? Looking
1: back, I feel like I've bet... Uh... Gastelum in pretty much every fight he's had other than against Uriah Hall uh, and against Izzy. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's that belly just hypnotizing me or what it is because... I mean, the dude is skilled, but he also fights down and it seems like fights up sometimes to uh, his competition. Um, we obviously did did see his kind of... I would say his his peak... Um, in that, in that Ades- Adesanya fight, um, taking these like last minute fights, I don't think is good for this guy. Um, I think it definitely exposes more holes than, than what should be there. If he, if he had a, a full training camp, um, he got styled on by Whitaker. Uh, I thought Whitaker was done. Uh, I liked Gastelum in that fight and I was very wrong. Um, I'm, another, I'm a guy that his back can ear a lot in in his career as well. Um, the dude is getting a bit old. Uh, his bones are failing him. Uh, I, I don't know what uh, the crystals are telling him about his, his milk intake, but uh, ha- having the,
0: in.
1: the broken arm and then he had to have another surgery on it because it didn't take right away, it's not great. Um, Gaslam is going to have the speed advantage. I I hope he doesn't get Big Brothered in there because that has definitely happened before at middleweight um, I know Gaslam is, is known as the guy that can only knock out you know geriatrics. Um, he kind of switched up his game last last or his second last fight against Heinish uh, was able to get takedowns there. Didn't look amazing <laughs> uh, but he got the job done. I think against Cannoneer, I think if he keeps it on the feet, he's he's got the speed advantage to make this a close fight. If Cannoneer doesn't get a knockout, it does get sketchy later on in this fight. Um, Gaslam has shown a good chin. Uh, I know he has been dropped a a couple times, but he's got really good recovery and and does seem to take a good shot. So uh, I think this fight can get interesting. Um, There was a very bad number that was still out there about... To right after the Sunday after uh, 265, and I grabbed three units on Gaslam at plus 185. I might hedge off a little bit of that because I do, there are still some questions about Gaslam as a middleweight, but uh, when you have that big of a number, it, it's hard for me not to, to keep it. So I, I like Gaslam to, to make this a close fight and, and possibly win a, a decision here. Bless
2: him.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good number. Um, I don't know. I, I guess that number could have probably swayed me a little bit in my in my pick, or if I was betting on it. Um, I haven't I haven't bet anything on this fight yet. Um, most people I see like like Gaslam though as a dog, and I I, I guess I get it. Um, I just man, for me. He just ain't it, man. You talk about a just a waste of talent and shit, man. He just ain't it. That just got on and coming off another loss when he kind of got himself back up there again to the big fight. You know, the fight before before maybe a title shot, and he just gets schooled on again. Like Wh- Whitaker is like not gone like most of us thought he was. That's for sure, and he's just better than than guys but. Man, that's got to wear on Gaslam, too. Like, that guy's never going to be uh, up in that top few guys, and he knows it. <clears throat> I just, man, he underperforms time and time again. I just, I don't think the guy's dedicated enough. I think we see that uh, time and time again. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to think about Canon uh, Ye's injuries, man, at this point. Sean's right. It, it seems like he's starting to to break down a little bit, but. Man, it, it, if he's if he's straight for this fight, you talk about the dude that's gonna be bigger and stronger for sure, hits harder for sure. Um, Sean's right, like Gaslam ain't look like powerful with not with uh, close to knockout power and stuff since one sequence with Izzy, like that's it, like that's the only time. Um, talk about his, his you know wrestling and he, him looking or using his wrestling against heinrich Man, like Heinish is shit. I I don't think much of Heinish. and man, it still was tough for Gas in that fight against fucking Ian Heinish, Man, um, I, I I I lean Kanye in this fight, man. And I most people say that he's got to knock Gaslam out to win this fight. I just I don't necessarily agree with that. But I think he could get rounds the way like. Gaslam's gonna be engaging in the clinch. He wants takedowns here. He wants to be in the clinch. I just think he's gonna get big brothered in those spots. I just think Canady's bigger, big enough and strong enough to to turn him on defense to dirty box. Um, but I mean, could Gaslam get get three rounds here? Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't see him finishing. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Canady here. Um, I think he gets a late finish on Gaslam. Maybe a decision. Um, I, I'm not sure if I, I'm going to bet him, though. Um, I could definitely see uh, Gaslam pulling something out of his ass. Man, we know how talented the guy is. I just don't think he's he's that guy. I just don't think he wants it. So I'm going to pick Kanye. Yeah, I I,
2: I get it. Um, I can see it happening. Uh, you know, as I said to you before the show, I think that Kanye – Needs a, a knockout to win this, but probably yeah. you, you make a good case. Um, and honestly, he did better round by round than Kelvin Gaslam did against Robert Whitaker. Um, so that probably says something as well. Like, Gaslam just got completely blown out. Um, I, I think that there was a little bit more not fear, but Whitaker was a little bit more hesitant because of Candier's power. And that's probably what led to those rounds being closer. I think as we see this fight drag out and especially if Candier is able to land some stuff early and not get Gastelum out of there, which I don't think he's going to do. I think that we're going to see Gastelum open up a little bit more. And I think he's got the faster hands. He's got the, the better combinations Kenneye obviously has more power and can still do damage in those exchanges, so there, there's still danger there. Uh, but if they do get into any sort of scrambles, uh, even if Kenneye is not able to get overwhelmed uh, or end up on bottom, Gastelum is going to benefit from all of those because he can keep going for 25 minutes. Uh, we've never seen that from Kenye. Uh, if he can somehow survive exchanges and scrambles and and still be that threat early that he is late uh, or that threat late that he is early uh, then he could very well win this fight and you know the line keeps creeping down so I, I, I don't hate the the idea I just haven't seen any of it. You've got injuries piling up. You've got him now being like thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Uh, he's he's getting up there in age as well. So, uh, I I struggle to see Kanye being able to keep up with Gaslam in this fight. And Gaslam is absolutely, like you said, uh, kind of a, a waste of talent and an underachiever as far as his career goes because he could have been much more than this. Uh, but I think he's still proven that he is, you know, top ten, top five. Uh, borderline middleweight Uh, and I think you know that's going to be enough here to beat Kanye who has big power but really hasn't shown that he's got super well-rounded skills everywhere so maybe maybe we see Kanye being able to to big brother him and toss him around and maybe be the first guy to, to knock out Gaslam I just I can't bank on that. So at plus one thirty-five, uh, I I did take a little shot on Kelvin Gastelum in this spot. So that is uh, is my last play on the card, and that is going to do it for UFC Vegas thirty-four. We we got sort of a quick one in. Uh, I don't know how many fights we talked about. Twelve fights apparently. Um, not bad.
0: Kudos, not to, bad. Us. Kudos yeah. to us. Not bad. Kudos um, to us. Shaved some. Wes
1: might be the only one breaking down a couple of these fights next week because he's the only one that watches fucking tough.
0: Oh, oh shit. yeah. I well, they, the the 185 guy that probably was gonna win the whole thing is hurt and out of it. And what's so That's fucked what they... up, they're they're letting the guy fight that the dude just beat. You know, the, the he's gonna get he's just coming back and fighting for the, the tough shit again at 185. And they didn't bring I don't know if the guy's heard or not, but there was a dude on there that's way better than he is. Bring him back. I, I just I don't I don't get it, man. What a shit show.
2: It's almost like it's fake. But yep. the most important part is that the consensus bet this week is Vink Pickle. The consensus bet next week is absolutely going to be Edson Barbosa. No is question. The price about it. decent on that? Uh, are you talk- are you crazy? Holy shit.
0: You know uh you know how much <laughs> you know how much that I've pumped up Giga and how much money I've won him. I'm going deep in on Farfall's <laughs> <laughs> next week, dog. Like that's that's like a kind of a banger for me, man.
2: That's yeah. That one's like, silly.
0: Seriously, that's 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 kind of silly, bro.
2: Yeah.
0: It's gonna be a large wager for me
2: little teaser little teaser um yep. but yeah n- next week some guys I've never heard of fighting on the main card which you know that's that's next, every week now um, but some fun stuff main event uh gonna be fun to see see Giga um get get his shit pushed in and Perez uh,
0: and Matt Nels fighting down Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, Kevin funny. Lee and Daniel Rodriguez is going to be interesting no matter who wins that. Um, although although get... I, I have a pretty strong lean in that one.
0: <laughs> and we also get Sam Alvey and fucking Wellington fucking Herman. That's, Damn that's, Terminator. That's, that's fucking awesome, dude. What I thought a fight. that was the co-main. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, it's uh, another bad card that will be interesting. But that's going to do it for the MMA analysis this week. Appreciate you guys joining us. And we'll be back next Wednesday or Thursday or whenever the hell we figure it out. We'll like you guys.